What's up, AOAO? Welcome to your Everyday Rich Podcast. We are your host. I'm Jason. And I'm Jen. Uh, and uh, thanks for joining. Appreciate it, guys. Um, the uh, living room couch conversations that we have uh, on this podcast are really to um, inspire uh, millennials that look like you and me, or maybe don't look like you and me, to just really ask uh, tough questions about things that are important to millennials. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, you know, they, um, this, uh, this topic that we, um, were thinking about, well, today, uh, as you can probably tell from the title, um, you know, they, uh, some of our friends have been, um, uh, preparing for their, the child, the, the birth of their first child or their second child and been going to some of these baby showers um you know us having two kids already we've kind of already experienced mm-hmm. the wonders of childbirth and child well i've experienced the wonders Sorry. of childbirth <laughs> hey no 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 hold on a second straight up yes literally you experienced that but i also literally experienced the childbirth not giving it not doing it but well, watching it watching it <laughs> And while you are giving childbirth, you have a big screen over your face. Yes. Oh, just for the audience, I had two C-sections. Yeah, yeah. Cesareans, yes. and God bless you. I appreciate that. It yes. Was, you know. <laughs> but, like, my eyes cannot unsee everything that I saw. Well, you weren't supposed to look over that thing. It but doesn't... you decided to look over <laughs> the thing when the doctor told you not to. No, they didn't say, oh, by the way, don't look up. I just stood up because, you know, like, what's going on? And then remember the doctor, the OB was like, uh, sir, excuse me, could you sit down? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, my God, Jesus, what's going on there? This looks like a movie from Aliens. Okay, that's enough for that's enough description for this podcast. <laughs> oh, come on. This is real <laughs> shit, man. We talk about real shit. This is, if, okay. If you are lucky enough to um, have kids and go through this process, Guys, hey, th- I'm talking about the men, okay? The fathers here, you cannot unsee this stuff. So just be prepared, okay? Whether it's natural birth or cesarean, like... Yeah, you can't unsee it. And I hear... I hear natural birth is a total different thing. Things that you will never look at your wife in a different... In the same way again. <laughs> <laughs> Everything comes out, okay? Yep. So... Um, but yeah, this is kind of how like we were thinking about this uh, this conversation and had this conversation uh, about this the, the social pressures of having children, right? Yeah. Um, in this day and age, and I think really throughout all of fuck, probably feels probably mankind, but in observing our parents, our relatives, our friends now, ourselves, you know, the social pressures of having kids have been it's just it's always been high. Mm-hmm. And especially in our, I think in our specifically our generation. Well, okay, what's why so? Because well, let's start with back in the day, like during our parents' generation, majority of people would have kids in either 
teenage years. Yep. Right when they're eighteen. Yep. Or in their twenties. Yeah, it was really. That fun. was that was the norm, yep. right? You finish like uh, a woman would finish school, high school, or whatever it is, and then you know would transition into that phase of their life. There is no post secondary education. A lot of them potentially didn't even work, mm-hmm. right? And they would, you know, the next phase in their life would be would be motherhood. Yep, raise children. Raise children. Yep. Right, and it's very different now. You know, now women are given the opportunity. You know, we do high school, we got post secondary. There's a lot more opportunity for women now versus back in the day. So there's other things that women can focus on. It's not just, you know, finish high school and then have kids. Yeah, and I mean it's really true, right? It's based on this uh, almost this cultural norm of different uh, societies. Mm-hmm. And really, I mean, I can only relate to it like the British monarch, right, where you know had so much influence on Asian culture and all yeah. that stuff. Where you watch these shows like Bridgerton and all these other Bridgerton. Like, wow. Well, when it's on, you think I just don't kind of <laughs> casually hear with the nonsense that goes on on that show. I love right? that too. Anyways, but, yeah, yeah. but that, that's the whole thing, right? It's like you're 16, you go have kids, right? Yeah. It, that, that's your duty as a woman to go have kids. And I want to caveat this because this is probably obviously my nor- our North yeah. American influence. This still happens in some other countries. For sure. Where it's still like that. Yep. Where women don't get the opportunity to do some of these things that I just sp- spoke about. And they are, you know, go to school or maybe not go to school. And then, the you know, the primary focus is to become a mom. And uh, I'm just saying, yeah, I'm, we're talking North American here. Okay. Let's, yeah. let's focus on North American because, you know, there's other countries that, that still have this type of mindset. Right. Um, and like re- realistically, like the social pressures of having kids have never really changed. Mm-hmm. Like it's, there's still this social cultural expectation. I mean, just from my, our own culture, right. Of Asian culture, um, is that like, you're expected to have kids, to at a certain age yeah and then you know your parents are just all the time and relatives are like you know oh hey give me good news what's going on you know you guys are married where are some grandchildren your mom's waiting yeah your mom's waiting right your and there's almost this, like, this guilt this guilt that they kind of like subtly you know slide your way mm-hmm and I'm sure it's it's not intentional. It's really subconscious. No, it's 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 in, with good intention, yeah. right? It's not ill willed or no. anything like that. But part of that social pressure is yep. is is exacerbated by this, hundred percent, right? By parents, 100%. by relatives, and and you know, straight up, even by your friends, mm-hmm. right? There is a lot of pressure when you enter, let's say, a call it a uh, traditional phase of your life, right, where I mean, the expectation is that you have kids, let's say, mm-hmm. okay, or the, the the norm. Yeah. And you get the question. You ever had this question, remember? So, you, you guys trying? It's like, it's like what do you mean uh, trying? And it's so gross because when someone asks, are you trying? It it's kind of like, are you having sex? Yeah, like- <laughs> yeah. Are you having sex? Are you making regular deposits to the bank? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. And that can be really fucking awkward yep and really uncomfortable because like the statistics of having kids is actually not that high 
of, of, of fertility mm-hmm. is not high. Yeah. Right. And we'll get into that. But that's part of it is that you don't know the challenges that are people facing when it comes to, I guess, trying to have kids. Yeah. And to be, ob- to be honest, like in my 20s, I was like that too. Like I didn't really understand the challenges of fertility when I was in my 20s. Because the movies and media make it yeah, seem like, like if you... I didn't know any better either, right? Like, if, you, uh, yeah. if you fuck for like a second and all of a sudden yeah, you get pregnant. It's like, oh no, you got pregnant. Like, Oh, well, that's... Okay, let's let's go there. What's, what's that let's movie? What's that movie with... um, Was it... uh, With Katherine Heigl? She has a one night stand oh. with somebody and then she gets pregnant. Yeah. And then she has to raise a baby with this other guy. So stuff like that. Exactly, yeah. right? You have a one night stand and then you get pregnant. Yeah. Right? It's like it's that easy. All you can do is have sex once. And you'll get pregnant. Yeah. Yeah. Don't get us wrong. I mean, a lot of people like. That does happen. I'm just saying. It happens. But it's not like all the time. Yeah. It it's, gets, it's not that easy. It gets harder with age. Let's just say that. Yeah. Okay. When you're younger in your 20s and your, your teens, you are high chance of fertility. Yeah. Okay. That's higher. just how biology works. Yeah. Right. But if we're talking about like, you know, in your 30s or whatever and you're thinking of having kids it's not straightforward it's not as easy as the media makes it seem mm-hmm. right and let's go back to that whole thing where the not even let's call it not even a social pressure yeah it is a social pressure it is a social no-no in asian culture that if you got pregnant before you got married it was a fucking big frown on your your family oh, yeah, for sure it's shame you you cast shame. shame you are shameful yeah you you brought shame to the family yeah. Why? Why though? When you think about it, why? Mm-hmm. O- honestly, why? Yeah, because the norm is that you're married first, and then you get and you have kids. That's an Asian culture. And I, I think when you re- you look at it from a different perspective, and you just you kind of see it like it is the dumbest thing ever to say that you have to be married mm-hmm. or you have to be this before you have kids. Mm-hmm. Now, get me wrong. Not everyone should have kids, right? But the way biology works, a lot of times the people that don't shouldn't have kids have kids. Yeah. Right? Or shouldn't be parents have kids. Yeah. Anyways, that's that's a three beer conversation. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like we've we know lots of people that had kids before getting married. Yes, it wasn't unplanned. It was unplanned, mm-hmm. but doesn't mean that there are no they don't become good parents after. Yeah. I mean, anyone who becomes a parent, you don't know what the hell you're doing. You kind of learn on the way. So that's with everything, right? Like, you're not going to know how to parent until you actually parent. And you're still not going to be good at it because you're going to be, you've only, this is your first time. It's always the first time. Yeah. Yeah. And And just because you had your first child, your second child will be different. So you don't, you can't apply the same principles either. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. I mean, like this whole thing where I guess... I heard this conversation about like, you know, the thing about dinks, right? This this dual income, no kids, like this trend of dinks with no kids is mm-hmm. on the rise. And I was just like, what? What does this even mean? What is the media trying to like portray here? Mm-hmm. Because I think, you know, they, they make it seem that, yes, it's getting more expensive to raise kids. And, you know, it's a uh, trying to go against the trend of saying like, I don't have to have kids. Why do I have to have kids? It becomes a lifestyle play. Where, you know, hey, listen, financially it's more expensive, but as a lifestyle, it's like, I don't want to have kids. So, you know what? No kids. And that's totally fine. I think it's totally fine. Realistically, the media makes it seem that 
you know, it's like you have to make this choice. You have to make this choice from a financial perspective Mm -hmm. or just saying like if you want to have if you want to enjoy your life and retire comfortably and do the things that almost kids prevent you from doing Mm -hmm. don't have kids yeah but everything you can't like not everything in life is a financial decision yeah right when it comes to having kids i think we mentioned this in earlier podcasts like it's an emotional decision more than a financial decision for most people 100 percent right you want kids because you want to be nurturing. You want to continue the family name because, you know, you want to um, have the responsibility of raising a child into this world and, you know, leaving your mark kind of thing, right? Yeah, legacy. A yeah. legacy, mm-hmm. right? And that's, that's mo- I would say, prob- I'm assuming, probably like 90% of people's decision on why they have kids or not. But... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, when it comes down to it, biologically, we are programmed to reproduce. Yes. That is how we ensure the continuity of our bloodline. That is how human, that is how mother nature, that's how nature works. Yeah, I know. Right? Animals are just programmed to reproduce. Yeah. Because the fittest will survive. And you can't do that without reproducing. Yeah. But when it comes back to this whole thing, delayed parenthood is not, from a traditional sense, it's not a bad thing. Okay, like I want to just be straight up is that if you are entering a phase in your life where like from a traditional standpoint, it seems like you should be having kids right before this age. Mm -hmm. Like ignore that bullshit, first of all, because the social norms are changing. Yeah. Like Jen, you were mentioning women, right? Women are the the, women are the key factor here. Okay. Yeah, because guys can have kids when they're like. 70 yo shout out mick jagger okay so like <laughs> you know all no y- problem whatsoever yeah it, do- it doesn't impact w- w- men as much but to piggyback off that conversation again is that like women now have opportunity they're taking because of the opportunities now right mm-hmm. you're establishing your careers well yeah giving yeah, giving be- giving ch- or having a child becomes uh more of a back seat when you're focused on something else right Right, because you can, because you have the opportunity to focus. You have opportunity to focus on your career, yeah. right, and other things in life, versus, like I said, just coming out of high school and then you know having a child. Yeah, and that's just how the timing works, unfortunately, yeah. with how traditional education works, right? Mm-hmm. Where you you have this ramp up period of building up your career, building yourself in the workforce, mm-hmm. that it takes time, and by the time you've gotten to a place where you feel uh, a bit more financially stable or you've kind of set your foot of a, uh, made a mark in your industry mm-hmm. then it's like oh crap do I take the foot off the gas now because mm-hmm. like you said it, yo taking a, a year off for mat leave and now in Canada 18 months it's a career staller I can tell you do, now do you think it really is it is because I've I had two kids in five years mm-hmm. Right, my kids are a year and a half apart, plus two years in my that's five years yeah. that my career had stalled. From a like, if you're looking to you know go up the ladder or like move to different positions, like it's hard like to, for someone to consider you when you let's say you go into a new position for three or four months and then you go on mat leave. Yeah, do I'm saying like it's. It's hard. That's the that's the, rea- it's that's the reality. reality. It's the reality. It is the reality. And to say, 
oh, you shouldn't consider that person because of what their situation is. It's it's kind of hard. Like, you know what I mean? Like, if you even know if you if you see the person six months pregnant, you know they're gonna go into mat leave for three months. Like by the time you train that person in that new position, they're gonna be off of mat leave. You know what I'm saying? So it's reality. So from my personal experience, with having those two kids for those five years, my career stalled. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, and okay. I'm okay with that. Like that's that's the choice I made, yeah. right? But that is the reality. Yeah, I can't comment on that. Right? I can only observe, obviously, what we've what I've seen and what we've talked about and grown as a family. Yeah. But you know, if I'm looking from a lens of an employer or an entrepreneur and something like that, right? I'm I'm looking to build people or hire people to fill critical positions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's true. I'm not going to put someone that I that I need that's not going to be there for a year, potentially 18 months. 18 months, yeah. What, what oh yeah, just no, it's okay. No, 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 it's, it's fine. Yep, the the business will carry itself. <laughs> Yo, that's not how it works. No, Unfortunately, it sounds no. it sounds bad. It sucks, but that's but the fucking reality, it's right? Reality. Like you have to make sound business decisions. And if someone would just say, "Oh, you know the woke mob be like yeah you can't do that you know blah 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 it's like well everyone would be out of business so that's just how it works unfortunately and you know there's obviously different roles that allow for that right mm-hmm. to to continue to say oh no don't worry hey you know government jobs right it's like don't worry we got lots of minions to fill that role for you and blah 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 and all that stuff like administrative stuff mm-hmm. like listen i'm not um I am not talking down on any specific role or whatever, right? I'm just giving some examples, okay? So like, chill out if you're feeling trying to be woke here. Um, but like you were mentioning, as you progress in your career as a woman, like obviously there's more responsibilities for anyone, whether you're a woman or a man. And mm-hmm. to be able to have an employer say to give you those responsibilities and all of a sudden you can't fulfill them, mm-hmm. well, what do you think the, respons- the employer is going to do? Like they, they have, have to make the decision. Yeah. They so, might choose somebody that's going to be there. So it's tough, right? So I mean, back to what you're you're saying, like, how do you, how what did we do? Remember how do like you're like you're saying I'm fine with that decision, right? Mm-hmm. So then, how does it change now after having the five years? Like, what do you feel like you need to do? You had to do differently to kind of almost get back and ramp up again. For me, it's more so. I, I think you have to decide what you want to prioritize because there are jobs out there that require you to work a lot of hours to be in that position yeah and i just choose not to (laughs) (laughs) i just choose not to work those many hours how come because i want to come home and make dinner for my kids i want to come home and spend time with my kids bring them to wherever that needs to be you know, that's that's the choice I make, right? And I'm very, uh, I would say, fortunate to have an employer that understands that. Mm-hmm. Not and then not every employer is going to understand that, and be that's just straight up. Yeah. Not every employer is going to allow you to do that in certain positions. Yeah. And that's a choice that you have to make on whether you want to work for that person or that employer or not. Like that's just. Someone else will if you're not going to, right? And that's and you got you have to be okay with your decision. 
This and what does that mean? Does that is that equivalent to potentially a pay cut? Maybe. But these are the decisions you you have to make as as a mother. Yeah, and it's tough, right? Because not everyone has that flexibility of an understanding employer. Yeah. Um, you know, because being you know working for larger corporations, it could get very cutthroat because it is oh, yeah. it comes down to the bottom line. Yep. Right of profitability and mm-hmm. utilization and like a lot of industries um where it it's it, the expectation is that you work like a dog yeah 60 80 hours a yeah week, 90 100 hours a week right i don't know right and it can feel like you are conflicted and you're pulled in two sides you're like what do i do as a mother yep or even as a father yep. you know, even as a father you're like well is it the expectation that the the man, okay, the man um, in a traditional household bring is the breadwinner? No, not anymore. I mean, you can be old school and, and believe that, which there's nothing wrong with that. You absolutely, if you have that ego and that pride in you that says, no, I am a man, I should be doing that. Mm-hmm. Fine. Don't get me wrong. You should be going and making a living. Yeah, contributing. It doesn't mean that you have to be the breadwinner. No. Because there's opportunities, like there's so many opportunities now for women, mm-hmm. but it's tough because both sides have to make that decision too. Yeah, and that's the thing. I think with our partnership, I think we have to decide that for our family versus my own sole decision. Personal well. aspirations. Yeah, yep. you kind of have to as as a family, as a couple who are trying to build a life for your own family. Yeah, because I'm going to pose this question to everyone, right? It's just a thought is if you are set on having kids, but then in your head deep down, your ego is driving you to build something massive for yourself, then, and it doesn't include your family where you don't get the opportunity to build with your family. Mm -hmm. What the fuck did you want to have kids for? With your family in mind, right? Like you can't just, that's the thing. Like you, when, once you, have kids or your thought of kids it's not just you and yeah you. and if we want it to be just you that's okay too there's nothing wrong with that but just realize that when you bring kids and other people into the picture that decision just can't be about yourself anymore yeah because it, as selfish as it sounds which in a way i believe we should be selfish to have these personal aspirations mm-hmm. but then it becomes this point where it's you you're not doing it for the right reasons anymore mm-hmm. right it's yeah. it now you almost it's you've created a detriment to your family by only focusing yourself then yeah like i said why did you want to have kids then yeah <laughs> there are so many <laughs> deadbeat parents that have kids and then don't prioritize their kids or don't give the attention and care to their kids mm-hmm. and include them in their life plans. Yeah. Where it's such a such a shitty thing to see. Yeah, I know. Right. And you yeah. can see that like you can see how that behavior starts even from a young age. Yeah. But anyways, that's we digress. That's a that's a little rant there. But I mean, delaying parenthood is is just it's it, this is a changing of the norm, right? Oh yeah. It's a changing of the norm. And I think it's mainly with our generation maybe one generation above us as well yeah because that's really when women started to do other things 
Yeah. And, and because realistically, like there is a, a ramp up here for a time for us to achieve some a little bit of financial stability. Yep. Things are expensive. Let's not kid ourselves. Like you need stable housing, living expenses, fucking childcare. Yeah. Man, geez, like all those things add up. Yeah. And if you don't want to have kids and you want to have that ultimate personal freedom Go and flexibility, it. yeah, you don't have kids then. Go for it. Right? Mm-hmm. Well, we can be real. Kids don't make it easy for you to have all that stuff all the time. No. So, um, and like the, um, the thing with fertility too, right? So we won't spend too much time on this, but like the, the research and just going through the research ourselves personally Mm -hmm. experiencing it. But you know, when you read about it and you're like, man, it really is actually harder to conceive than it is how, how media makes it seem like. Yeah. And I'm just going to read a few things here too, just so that, I mean, if you are thinking of having kids, um, or having more kids or having your first, whatever it is, right? If you're trying, AKA you're doing the dirty, (laughs) (laughs) like a woman in her early to early to mid twenties has a 25 to 30% chance of getting pregnant every month. 30% Mm -hmm. in your twenties. Okay. Mm -hmm. Think about that. 30%. That's not a great percentage. No. Um, and fertility generally starts to slow um, and decline when a woman is in her early 30s. And after the age of 35, the decline speeds up. So biologically, that makes sense, right? Um, so by the time you're age 40, the chance of getting pregnant in any monthly cycle is 5%. So it went from 30% on a good on a good day. To five. To five. Yeah. That's, it's not really... And that's just fertility, right? Yeah. So, and, and and a lot of focus here is on the woman. Okay. Oh yeah. And, and men, I don't think men have any issues. Something there are. Are there? There is. So, like, men can shoot blanks. That's it's, that's yeah. that's a reality. Men can shoot blanks. And does that a, possibly go up as you're older? Uh, I didn't ask ChatGPT for yeah. about that. But <laughs> I don't know. That's I, I know. I'm not a doctor. I have no idea. But here's the thing: is we're talking about social pressures, right? Yeah. There's so much social pressure on the woman to get mm-hmm. pregnant, mm-hmm. right? That every time you can't conceive, it's there's a pointing game at the yeah. woman. Yeah. Right. As a mom, yeah. say, well, why can't you get pregnant? Yeah. Oh, we're trying. Oh, we're doing this. Oh, you know, are you? Like all these things, mm-hmm. the cycle, the the full moon, half moon, pillow underneath the bum, all this weird shit that you start thinking about, right? <laughs> like drinking this kind of all tea. these wives tales. Yeah, wives tales. Oh, you should do this and you should eat this, <laughs> right? But then it points to the parent, the mom. Yeah, which is ridiculous because there's lots of cases where it's the male. It's the male. It's all of a sudden, issue, you do the test the and you're like, there's there are no. There are no mini buddies in yeah. that in that in that in that little river yeah. of yours. Yes. And I want to mention these numbers are fertility, so that's like yeah. getting pregnant. Yeah. And then the second part of that is staying pregnant. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Right. So the the as you get older, the miscarriage also. The chance of miscarriage. So you're pregnant now. And the chance of the miscarriage is also higher. Yeah. So it you know, brings that even down even more. There's a lot more complications involved. Yep. And it's not just miscarriage. It's complications developing a lot of um, ailments, mm-hmm. ch- child ailments. Yeah. Right? Um, you can think of all the, the things that are um, that can happen with a lot of kids mm-hmm. um, that 
socially are looked negatively because of disabilities and things like yeah. that, right? Child disabilities from yeah. childbirth, all that stuff. Um, but, you know, when it when it comes down to all this stuff, there's so much pressure that is wrapped around all this, right? Whether it's from parents, from media, from friends, from your own thoughts, right? Mm -hmm. Of where you think you should be and what you should be doing. Yeah. Just st take a step back and remember just like anything where it's, this is a commitment, right? This is a long-term commitment. And nowadays science is amazing where there are things that can help us achieve that fertility, mm -hmm. right? And I won't get into the morality of that, but um, there are options, yeah. right? There are options. And yes, they're fucking expensive. And you can go back to another episode where we did it really early on, the cost of raising kids. It make you think twice. <laughs> but like I said, this is an emotional decision, right? Mm -hmm. We're doing this a lot of emotional. In you know, I, and I want to share a story here where if you know we felt there, okay, raising kids, going through childbirth, pregnancy as a woman, and as a mother going through postpartum. Right, all that stuff from just the mother standpoint, and then from the dad standpoint of you know supporting and you know having to to go make the money right while you're off, mm -hmm. and obviously doing all that stuff and both feeling tired, the anxiety, the depression, all that stuff is, you know that happens, and the challenges you ask yourself, it's like it's it makes you think you're like, why the fuck did I want to do this? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Seriously. Sometimes, yeah, yeah, for sure. Why? Why did I want? What made people think that child having kids is amazing? But you know what? We've seen it. We've experienced it. After all that stuff that you say, that the 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 roller coaster of emotions that you go through, and you're like, I hate this. I hate it so much. Yeah, the times when you're trying to put the baby to bed at yep. three in the morning, and they're not going to sleep. Yep. <laughs> Even the challenges that you went through, maybe with yeah. Fertility issues, yeah. miscarriages. After all that, emotions and your biological urge mm -hmm. to have kids takes over. Yeah. Right? It just takes over. The logic is out the door. Yeah. You forget. You, don't, you, don't, you, you forget. forget all that stuff that you went through. Yeah. All those, all those, all that hardship, you forget. And I can tell you firsthand ex experiencing <laughs> it, but also seeing it with our friends. Mm -hmm. All of a sudden, you're like, oh, Hey, you're pregnant again. Awesome. Mm -hmm. I never thought you would get pregnant again yeah. after hearing your story. Well, right? after hearing them, you know, tell you how difficult it was yeah. and all this stuff that they went through. And you know what? Like you said, the emotional part takes over. You naturally, like you said earlier, human natural, like it's a human nature. It's we're naturally bred to reproduce. And maybe the social pressure got to them. Hey. Or that. Straight I don't up. Know. Maybe. Right. Yeah. But I don't know. But anyways, like this whole conversation is about just kind of, you know, framing it so that, you know, we, you, you see the social pressure, you understand them, where they come from. Yeah. But realizing that, you know, the opportunity to bring children to this world is a absolute blessing. Mm -hmm. It's an absolute blessing. And, I would never trade anything for it. Same. 
Like it's something that you cannot describe. Like I said, people are saying, oh, when did you know? Like, when did you feel ready to have kids? I'm like, I don't know. Never. <laughs> when I when I was starting to make the deposits? Never. <laughs> even did. that. Like, <laughs> like, didn't even, didn't, I wasn't ready to have kids. No. Nobody. Never, say I was ready to have kids, you'll never be ready to have kids. Yeah. Never. Never. Until, until the day that you peek over the curtain or you see that's, you see the baby come out and you're like, oh God, oh God. We're here. <laughs> It's time. Like, there's no right time. Like there no. will be no right time. Okay. So stop putting the pressure on yourself. We can't control our bodies. Yes. You know what? Like you might be at a point where you're like, sh- you're thinking, oh my God, you know, as a woman, like it's like, you know, the joke, shit, the, 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 the clock, the, clock is the internal clock is ticking. You know what? This is my prediction. I should write this down. Is that because women still have a bi- biological clock. Mm-hmm. Whereas like we talked about, you know, 35 and over, 40 and over, you have difficulty having children. My prediction is that in the future, I don't know, maybe 50 years from now, women will not be bearing children in their bodies. We'll be bearing children like, you know, like, you know, like an alien resurrection and you have all those like test tubes with like embryos. Mm -hmm. I feel like that's what's going to happen to humans. Dude, it's like the Matrix. Yeah, because that that takes away from the issues that are currently being dealt with with women bearing children as they're older. Mm-hmm. So if we can find a way for women to have, because that I think over time, like as we as we progress, like women, we're gonna, people are going to have children later. Yeah, it's just the reality. So you know what are what what is good what are what is our society going to work on or try to you know help that situation because no one's going to have any kids any younger it's going to just get older right and we need to like you said we need to keep reproducing so one way that i can think of that will help mitigate that is to have a child outside of the human body yeah i'm surrogates right i mean that's just the fancy way of saying artificial surrogates and the way technology is advancing i would not be surprised to see when we are much older that actually happening yeah it's crazy to say. You're going to have facilities where you have embryos in water or in whatever, well, you know. If we're at that liquid. point, if we're at that point, you know, sorry, like the sinister side in me, <laughs> we'll see like this is, becomes a weapon of mass destruction because now you are manufacturing soldiers and this becomes universal soldier back in the oh, day God. with Jean-Claude Van Damme. Like literally, oh this God. becomes universal soldier with a matrix. I'm not thinking about that part. I'm, I'm more thinking about how do we help people have children later? She, and that that's my solution glass is- half full me glass half <laughs> empty but i add ice okay i add ice to make it full <laughs> okay but anyways that, that's my prediction in like 50 years or whatever all like, right hot take women are not gonna be pregnant like we're gonna be pregnant but like you know you're gonna have a you can go visit your test tube baby <laughs> jesus i mean right now they're putting you're they're putting babies in other people right yeah so why not put it in a test tube? Hey, if it happens, <laughs> let it happen. But like when it comes down to it, like we we basically like I want to say that stop putting pressure on yourself. Right? Mm-hmm. Stop putting pressure on yourself, and just you obviously plan for it if you can. If you don't plan for it, fine, and let it happen. But the the wonders of childbearing and and this whole thing is a process. Okay. And remember, there's no refunds, okay? 
<laughs> Unfortunately, there are some cancellations, okay? But we won't get into that ethical question here. But this is not a, I can exchange or refund, right? When it happens, it happens. So if you are going to go through this, just make sure that you commit because I want to tell you right now, deadbeat parents are the number one thing that detests me the most in this world. Mm-hmm. I can't stand fucking shitty parents, mm-hmm. okay? I will fucking call you out if I know you and you know that you are a bad parent. I will call you out. Yeah. Okay. Um, but listen, um, another thing too is as your friends with your friends, do not like stop asking people if they're trying to have kids. Yeah. That I've, is the social pressure that yeah. we're trying to eliminate. I've learned that too. Cause I used to do that too when yeah. I was in my twenties. And then as I learning over time, yeah. being exposed to, fertility issues and things that people are going through and you know ourselves as well like things that knowing what childbirth and what it requires and all this kind of stuff I've kind of learned that learned that too right to not ask these questions in in that type of way to add that pressure that the mom and dad already have dude don't like the shame and humiliation of infertility is incredibly challenging Mm -hmm. like you don't know how much guilt people feel when you can't get pregnant when the expectation is that you get pregnant or you have a miscarriage or you have complications yeah. and whatever, or you go through in vitro or whatever, like artificial insemination. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh my God, like I, there's guilt, right? Because yeah. we've created that guilt through yeah. social norms. It's like, oh, you can't have children. Yeah. Ooh. Like yeah. Look at you, right? Yeah. You, you failed as a human almost. Yeah. So stop that. Cut that shit out. Like seriously, stop asking people if they're trying. First of all, it's gross. I don't want to know if <laughs> my friends are fucking you know what i mean and it's not really like it's not really romantic either it's it's such a robotic way of going about it anyways that's tmi tmi (laughs) but it's so true right if you're going through it you know guys hey listen guys you know you know exactly my my calendar app says it's time let's go (laughs) you know exactly what the fuck i'm saying okay if you've had kids you know exactly how to Unless you were one of those like one and done kind of guys. Hey, good for you, man. Props, yeah. you know, straight up props. Hey, you got it over with, but hey. Um, so like, we wrap this up, okay? Um, you have kids, social pressures. Like when it does happen, pr- parenthood, like I mentioned earlier, is magical. It's just, mm-hmm. uh, this is the word I would use. It's magical. It's fucking tough, but it's the most rewarding experience as a human mm-hmm. that you will ever go through in your journey. And really, that defines our everyday rich, our children now. Yeah. Like, it really does. That's why we build our everyday rich, because of our children. Yeah, yeah. Right? Like, to experience it with them with now, them. to see them grow and all that stuff, the, exactly. the challenges of parenthood, all that stuff is magical. Mm-hmm. So magical. So, um, listen, if this topic is, is tough, right? This topic is tough, and we don't want to create those social pressures, but we want to highlight them. We want to highlight them because they're fucking real. They are real. And for you to hopefully get a sense of what we went through, but also what we're observing with our friends and stuff like that, so that you can be more considerate to the people that are going through this, or maybe it's you that's going through it. So you can get a greater appreciation for the challenges and the reality of of this stuff. Um, And bottom line, hey man, go enjoy it. Go enjoy it. Which part? I don't know. I'm just going to leave that open-ended. <laughs> <laughs> um, but hey, listen, if you've uh, appreciated this conversation, this living room conversation, 
um, about asking the tough questions of that millennials are going through in life. We want this to reach other millennials so mm-hmm. that they can hopefully take something away from it. And if we can help one person, that's really all that matters. So um, share it, like it, pay the fee, do the thing. Appreciate you. Um, giving you daps, you know, yo. Mm-hmm. Daps, daps up, no? Sure, sure. All right. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> till next time, guys. See ya. All right. Peace. The Everyday Rich Podcast is presented solely for general informational, educational, and entertainment purposes. Any such information or other material should not be construed as legal, tax, investment, financial, or other advice. It is not intended as a substitute for the advice of a qualified professional.